Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shir. Thanks, me for his very, very kind words. And it's fun. It's, it's, it's been amazing to reunite with me. It's been many years. We were able to be together for many years, and now we've been separate. To be back with me has been good. It's been really, really tremendous. This whole city, my wife and I are amazed by this city, the sincerity. I just spent the Shabbos. Then some of the youth in the city, the the chiyos, the, the chiyos and the want for Torah, the want for Ruchnius that exists in this city. I don't want to say it's the biggest secret in the world because it could be it's well known. Certainly in Eretz Yisrael people have my sons have told me about the guys in their yeshiva who come from South Africa. So his yeshiva, they know about the secret. But what's going on in this city, what's going on in this city, the, the sincere vikush for ruchnius, the midas, the gentleness, the kindness is something that's amazing. My wife and I have had an inc- really an incredible week. So I want to thank really everybody here for being part of such a city that this is this is Yiddish. This is the way Yiddin behave, the way Yiddin are, the warmth, the kindness. The, the first thing I had known about South Africa, I was to learn the Sefer that the Rav Shlit wrote together with Rabbi Wine. And he wrote a Sefer about the Litvish heritage and, and he claimed in the Sefer, I didn't know anything about South Africa, he said that that's the Messiah of Leta. And for people who know that the, the very superficial assumption is Leta was very rigid and straight and rigid, and he writes in the Sefer about the humor, the sweetness that existed. They certainly tended to be very organized and on time. And, but there was a sweetness and a warmth that was the dominant feature, and it's interesting. In the book, he's describing something. I don't know, has everybody's read this? I don't know here if there's like mandatory reading. <laughs> but I read this safer, and he's describing like contradictions. The assumption of a litvak is cold. My Rebbe, my Rebbe, his father is from Jajin, which is a town in Litva. So my Rebbe's father was from Litva. And the assumption of a litvak is a certain straight and a certain picture. And the book debunks it. So coming to South Africa, and the claim of the Rav is that the, the Asidus of this community are from Lithuania. So to see the Yidn here, the warmth, the, the on-timeness, I've noticed. I just came from a Shabbos. I, they said Mincha's 4.55, and I can look to me, I can come 4.57. I came late to laning. Things are, I come from a different world. Your times are amazing. I apologize to be late tonight. But that I blame on the camp, which is probably my fault. They said Shalashudas was, they had an end time. I don't know end times for Shalashudas. That's still in the camp. They're trying to figure out the first time forever in South Africa. It was late, but it was. The kids, and we were all masking. Guys, one after us, that was the best Shabbos of their lives. The Shabbos was otherworldly. So I think that Michael, but it was not ending on time. Everything was on time except what was in my hands. And they gave Shalashud as their mistake to me. And thus, I apologize to be late. But really, the warmth of this community, the warmth, the sweetness, that's much more dominant to me than the untimeness. The untimeness, I'll survive. 
and that's beautiful. My father's a person who's never a minute late. He was like born for the South Africa. He always asks Hashem where I came from, like what, like what happened? But my father's never late. He, he would love South Africa, the times, the Zmanim. He's very early. My father gets up early and is an extremely punctual person. So don't judge him from me. But, um, but that part of South Africa I'm amazed by. Time is excellent, but balance. I like me- meeting contradictory people. Big people have contradictions. Small people, if they're rigid on time, that's all they are. You're big people because they're so timely but so sweet. Like You have the flexibility of a late guy like me. So it's funny. In the book he describes this, but when you hear something in a book, when I see it, I did meet Yaakov. I know Yaakov Koko. I know there's a shear on Shalom Bayis. I'm Makbid on any shear on Chinuch to Rebbeim, any share on Chinuch to parents. I like when Bachram are with me because they're no tricks. If it's a trick, you're wasting, we're wasting our times. It's Yesaida, so our own children could be a shear on Shalom Bayis. Our wives could be there. There are no tricks allowed. I guess the... Yeah. <laughs> Our wives are allowed to be. There are no tricks. I'd rather speak in front of my own wife. She could say, Daniel, she could get up in the middle and like, mun me. It has to be, it has to be real things. I'm going to ask, before we learn, I want to learn together. We came together tonight. We'll, we'll learn Torah of Shalom Bayes. There are two main things that I want to speak about in a very honest way. I don't want to just... There are many, Shalom Bayis, and really there's as many people in here as many sugyas. So all of us have a unique sugya of Shalom Bayis. I want to share two Yisaitis in the Torah that are relevant for running our homes to our spouses and relevant in every relationship in our, our lives, but most, most emphatically, most pointedly in Shalom Bayis. Before we do such things, you need like a siyata deshmaya to do it. I try before mitzvahs. I, the song of Reb Levi Yitzchak brings me places. So after we'll have a kumzitz, we'll have a, the Malavamalka, the, the Reb Tzvi is an incredible person. So we'll do that after, but if we could at least sing Reb Levi Yitzchak's song. The whole Shabbos was Naira, but, but the times we sang the Bardich of Anigin, I've always been attracted to the teachings of Reb Levi Yitzchak. The, the Avas Yisrael that emanated from that tzaddik. I like a lot the Basayan. Whoever knows the Basayan comes from Levi Yitzchak base Medrash. That's where he was impacted by. I was Zaychid Adavim by the Basayan's Kever. I have an attraction to the Basayan. And his Rebbe, he came from the base Medrash of the Bardichva. And the Avas Yisrael that the Bardichva was was the, the, the way he saw good in Klal Yisrael, fire. Fire is attractive. His tire, the Kedusha Slavi, is incredible. And the way he saw tremendous, he, he, he appreciated Am Yisrael, we're a precious nation. So to me, I don't know the words to his song. It's not so pushed that they're words. They're different, they're different theories. I have my own thoughts where the song brings me. I could tell you that before you light, you do a mitzvah, there are other mitzvahs, this song could take you places. So I want to learn Torah at the Chevra, but there's already a Leib Patuach in South Africa. Being here a week, my heart's opening up, but this song, like, opens at Legamri. So let's sing the song. Let's sing this song, and then we'll, and then we'll share the Leib Torah together. <laughs> 
at Har Sinai, we were saying in our history to one time the clearest revelation in our history. It was such clarity we saw Hashem, millions of people saw Hashem and father to son, father to son, grandfathers told their grandchildren, probably about 40 or 50 transmissions. 40 or 50 grandparents told their grandchildren, probably less than 40, 35, till it came to you and I, that our ancestors saw Hashem, Zeh Keli, they saw Hashem. Whenever it says Zeh in the Torah, it means that the thing you're pointing, Zeh, I see your tzvi, I'm pointing, I see him, Zeh. And Zeh always means you see the thing. It says, HaChodesh HaZeh, HaZal asked, how do you point to a month? A month is not something you can point. So it says, Hashem showed him a Levana, Kazeh Re'eh he must have shown him the form of a moon. It said like this. It says on the Machsa, give like this. So it says, So says Chazal, Hashem showed a coin of fire. Because whenever it says, you're pointing at the thing. So we pointed, we saw Hashem. What was the response of our people? We all responded, millions of people, the exact response, on Veyu. On Veyu, Chazal of three Pshatim, I want to talk about only one tonight. On Veyu, Anivuhu, I'm going to be godly the rest of my life. Mahu Rachum, just like Hashem is Rachmanus, Afani Rachum. Mahu Chanun, just like he's compassionate even when it's not deserved, Afani Chanun. All of millions of people responded to seeing Hashem with complete clarity that they're going to be kind. They're going to be the midas. They're going to be an outpouring of the godliness that's in each and every one of us. The rest of our lives are going to be like Hashem. We're going to be kind and caring and concerned with the next person. That was the commitment of millions of people. The way we learn Tyra, it has to be something that's shaykh in our world. What does that mean? What would cause, what would happen in this room that all of us, what would we possibly see that all of us would say, I'm going to be godly? What would that mean? We saw Hashem, we all said we're going to have the midas of Hashem. Now I certainly understand that to see Hashem is to see His own kindliness, and it would be in bounds to say that we said, I want to be like that. I want to be like that. I see something, some form of imitation. Give me some of that. It would, it could be, it could be, it's, it's very shaykh, that's such a thing. As a matter of fact, <coughs> matter of fact, that pshat has a lot of validity because the gross says that the three pshatim of Chazal are all the same. The Vilna Gain, there are three Pshatim in Chazal, and there's one Pshat in Chazal. Uncle says, when we saw Hashem, we said, don't ever leave me. We want to build a base Hamikdash. And the Gras says, the Uncle he says, the third Pshat also, which I'm going to leave out right now, of Hidr Mitzvah. But the Gras says that build on is Milash in another, an abode, a house, a home, and Zek Keli Hashem. Don't ever leave me. I want you forever. And the Gras says, being like Hashem is the same thing. So the Shaila is what the Gras means. 
And the Pashtus to that, the Pashtus to that, is we said to Hashem with such chutzpah, Avram Avinu is talking to Hashem, and he says to Hashem, one minute, I have guests here, it's a pellet. In the middle of talking to Hashem, you know, when somebody says, no chutzpah, Rabbi, you know what they are about to do, chutzpah. In text, if you ever get a text and it says, dear, you know they're going to rip you. That's just like, you don't, you don't write that unless when I see, dear, Rabbi, I can okay. You hold on tight, it's going to be shtark. So, so here, to say to Hashem, one minute, chutzpah, Chazal teaches Achnos Sarchim is bigger than Kabbalah's Pnei Shrina. What does that even, What does that mean? You can't be. You say to Hashem one minute. Is the pshat what must be going on? You can't say to Hashem one minute. I'm speaking to somebody. You're talking to Hashem. Is the pshat the only way to stop talking to Hashem? Is your letter say to Hashem? Can I give you a hug for a minute? That's not it. You see Hashem, and then you run in for a hug. That's not a chutzpah. See Yankum, then you give a hug, so you got closer. The only thing closer than talking to Hashem in the spiritual world is being like Hashem. You're hugging Hashem, Mamish. So Avram Avinu's talking to Hashem. He says, I'm going to greet the guest. Do you mind Hashem if I lean in for a hug? So beside that, that's no chutzpah at all. You can hug Hashem while you're talking to him. You're getting even closer. So Klal Yisrael sees Hashem, they say, we want to hug you. Don't ever leave us. We want you, please, I beg you, don't ever leave us. It was so sweet. <coughs> we so connected. We said, please stay here, I beg you, Hashem. We need this experience to stay. We don't want this to end. So we asked for a Beis HaMikdash. We also asked Hashem, we also said, we're going to be like you, we, could we hug you, we want to stay with you, Hashem. So being like you, is the way I'm going to hug Hashem, that's the closest intimacy with Hashem. So the response to seeing Hashem is to want to be with Hashem. The closest we could be with Hashem is to be godly. That pshat is completely <coughs> in bounds, it's probably true. But I want to share something that's true as well. What I want to share is it's really a mistake. I have to say this. My wife told me today to say very carefully that it's really a mistake to say we saw Hashem. Now, we did see Hashem. My wife said, be careful, don't confuse. We saw Hashem. But it's a mistake to say we only saw Hashem. It leaves out what the Torah says we saw. If it said, we saw God. It doesn't say we saw God. It says Zekeli. We saw my God. Part of what we saw, it's we, we, none of we, we don't have the exact mara. But whatever we saw, we didn't see God. We saw my God. Keli is what we experienced. It doesn't say Zeli Kenu. It says Zekeli, my God. My God. Every single yid saw Mara that it was clear, it was the deepest validations of our life. We've never been validated. The sense that I count, the sense my avoid is important, the sense that the infinite, the Rabbi the creator of all, wants me, that's what we all saw. We saw Zeh Kaley. So it's a big mistake, a revelation, we saw God. I don't like saying it like that. We didn't see God. We saw my God. 
that every single Yid had a Kara, Kaylee, my God, Hashem wants me, it's personal. That's what we experienced. In experiencing, it wasn't like Hashem. You think I have hope? I can get a, I can get a Kesher. It's not what it says. So then, it, you know, the, the builder base, I mean, let me try to get in. Can I fight through the crowd? Is there space? It's not what we saw. We didn't see God, and that's attractive. We saw my God. He wants me. My Avaida, my own Shaykhis, Kaylee, my God. That's what we saw. Kriyas Yamsuf, it's a Shaila, exactly. Kriyas Yamsuf, thank you. 100%. So it's Alayam, we saw not God, but my God. Our God. Each each and every year, millions of yid, but every year that's what we saw, my God. To me then it's Pashat that when a person has that degree of validation, when the validation to the sense, my God, Hashem wants me and accepts me and is interested in me, I matter, so what unleashes from a person is anveyu, is the godliness that's inside. That unleashes the godliness inside. I had a mice years ago, a guy interviewed for the yeshiva, and right after the interview, he, the mother drove him to the interview. The car was across the street from my house. I live on a mountain, a bunch of frumian on the mountain, and this guy walked out of my house, and he didn't even pull away. The car didn't pull away yet when I get a phone call. And a mother of a kid in the Masifta was presently in the Masifta. This guy was trying out for the Masifta. There was a guy who was in the school presently. And the mother says, I beg you not to, did you just interview so-and-so? Yeah. I beg you not to take him. I was first like, I couldn't believe she knew I interviewed the guy. I thought maybe my house is bugged. It didn't make sense. The guy didn't pull out yet, the mother. She said, did you, an emergency phone call, did you interview so-and-so? I said, did I interview him? Yeah, about 30 seconds ago. He didn't pull out yet. She says, I beg you not to take him. My son is only in your school because he was bullied by that kid in his previous school. And he ran away with such redifas, he ran away to your school. I beg you not to take the bully. Now he wants to come and follow my son. I beg you not to take him. So I thought about it. I told the mother, I, I, I met the kid. It's going to be about me, this Pasha. I met him, I, I could tell. It's going to be about me, this. And I spoke to her son. I calmed him. He's one of the nicest guys we've ever had in Yeshiva. One of the nicest people. Lachra Maisa. But if a person doesn't feel good, so they bully. If a person's validated, accepted, acceptable, it brings out the beauty that's inside, the godliness in a person. It's what it does when we're validated. I want to say that the ikr chiyuv of marriage of a husband to a wife, Reb Chaim Vital writes that the main need in the Vahaftad Reach HaKamaycha refers to a wife. The ikr, when we say Vahaftad Reach HaKamaycha is a klal god of a Torah, Reb Chaim Vital writes that the main deal in Shemayim, right, Kastabam Shlita wrote a sefer, Erlum Amidus, he quotes the Reb Chaim Vital, to Reb Chaim Vital, <laughs> And he says that the main decision in our lives of refers to Reyim Ahuv, refers to our wife. And the loving of a person, the main obligation in Hilchas Ishus, 
The Rambam says a person has to be mechavit, his wife. Kavit is not, in the words of the Chayadam, Iker Kavit is b'machshava. Main Kavit is what we think. The Iker Chayav is to hold, to be machshav somebody. The level of validation that we're shooting for is profound validation of another person that unleashes the godliness that's in a person. That validation unleashes. When we are validated, we hold of somebody profoundly. We hold of somebody profoundly. It unleashes immense kaychas in a person. The way Hashem designed an Isha, who Yim Shalva, Rabbits and Young Rice, who I was told came to South Africa many years, wrote a book, Committed Life. She was one of the most famous ladies in the world. People, princes, prime ministers, presidents wanted to meet with her. She's this powerful lady. In her book, she describes, I knew her well. Her grandchildren were in Yeshiva by us, Baruch Hashem. She remembered her grandson was in Yeshiva. She had, a, she had a number of grandchildren. I was like to speak to her about her grandchildren. And she writes on herself with her husband, who I knew, was a Talmud Chachman, a quiet yid. She writes the whole world. She would say, Yeshiva was packed. She was thinking about what her husband held of her. She writes this on herself. The power of a husband to hold of, to be machshev, to value. The kid should say, you think mommy could do no wrong. And this is, this is a challenge. It takes one thing to get there. It's one of the most biggest challenges of our life. How can we validate anybody such? There's one thing you need. It's the only thing you need. You need self-acceptance. Anybody to be a good husband because of the task on us. Chazal the Gemara couldn't say about a wife, her life depends on you. It says about children, two people, their lives depending. The only way to hold somebody so deeply is to accept yourself. Deeply, deeply, deeply. A person that sounds almost funny, except that's the Avaidah. The Avaid is self-acceptance, a profound self-acceptance, and then we could set, accept our spouses if we were sure in any which way. The energy, people want to accept the spouse. The energy is accept yourself. If you're struggling, but, but she doesn't, accept yourself better. You accept yourself a little better, that's the energy. The effort is self-acceptance, and then we have the possibility of accepting somebody a guy was telling me he's looking for Milas in his spouse. And he's like, Cancer, that's a good zach that he's noticing Milas people have Milas acceptance, of the full acceptance. We're all souls who are put in this world with challenges, all of us. <coughs> Accept ourselves, the soul that we are. We are big. It's not cute for a certain kid, for, an, for a guy struggling. It's for every single person. We're a soul, we're a fire. Tell you something interesting. God gave me a gift. It's one of the biggest gifts. I can't say, I want to share with Tzvi. It's been so nice to me. And I want to share a gift with you, Tzvi. It was on night. Rabbi Yerushan, you brought me here like this week with the whole mishpach has been phenomenal. I advise, I don't know if it's like the halacha, you're allowed to lie about achnas and you don't want to cause sars. If I lived in South Africa, I would get a shaykh as Rabbi Yerushan hope. I hope that's not a bit of the Gemara. Ushpizi or let a lie. Maybe I should tell you, like, don't get a shaykh. I can't do it. If Tavera a lie, get a shaykh is to be honest. But I want to pay you back a little. I hope this point pays you back. On Shminiat Saris, I was thinking to myself, it's the holiest day of the year, yeah. Shminiat Saris. 
It's the closest day, Pashtas Tashem. It's the happiest day of the year. Quote, the holy is debatable. Happiest is not debatable. The Gra in, in Maiserab, it says, was the happiest of the, three, of the entire 354 days of the calendar. On Shemini Atzeres, was happy. The Ach Sameach, only Simcha. He had Madregas of Simcha while Uman on Shemini Atzeres. Shemini Atzeres is the days after Nagila v'Nismicha Bach. Bach is 22. After the 22 days of Libun, we had from Rosh Hashanah through Vaseris Yimei Tshuva, through the days leading up to, 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 to Sukkis, till Aishat, Kolman and Yishana Rabbah. The day after Aishana Rabbah is Bach, is, is, twen, is the 22nd day. That's also Ach Sameach is 21 days. Ach is Gematra 21. Then Sameach, the 22nd day is Simcha. Nagila v'Nismcha Bach. Bach is day 22 of Libun. We've just had tremendous madregas of purity. We had the whole Rosh Hashanah, Aseris Yimei Tshuva, the Yamim of, 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 of Sukkis, the Hashkolmen and Yerushana Rabbah. We've had such Libun. Now we just explode into joy. So on I'm davening and I say Kalish, do you feel like you've gone through those 21 days in Agishmak? Where's your simcha? You come on. You could say you aced Rosh Hashanah. You were thinking about this speech, that speech. You were hoping this guy was at shul, that guy was at shul, this bacher. You were worried about this guy. Did you really have Rosh Hashanah the way you should? Aseris, you made tshuva, we're busy, really, you nailed it. <coughs> Yom Kippur, you had such a fighter, Yom Kippur, a few minutes of the Seder. So now you mamish, you've reached it. So how could, maybe wait, let's say somebody becomes from, the, after Aishana Rabbi becomes from. So you say, I, I looked in the Seder, mamish, during Davening, I looked if there was a star and it said, only say this. Only celebrate Shemini Atzeres if you ace the 21 days. It should have a little star. It says, if you didn't do the 21 days, wait till next year. I didn't find any star there. So then I have Shaykhis to Shemini Atzeres. And I asked myself, maybe I didn't ace it enough. And I started getting worried. During Shemini I was thinking about it. And Hashem put a thought in my head that, that I felt was like life-changing. Shemini Atzeres is the place... Whether you've worked to access or not, Shmini Atzeris exists in fact. And there's a place untainted and untouched by sin. There's a perfection. Now it's true, the more Libun we did, the more we could access that place. The place is not dependent on our activity. It's just the truth that I have a pure soul, that Hashem says, I want you, Kalish. Stay with me one more day, the purity. The, the closeness, the edetos of Shemini Atzeres is completely true. Whether it's true, the better I did the 21 days, the more I can feel it and experience it. But it's true that that place of perfection, of beauty, is true nonetheless. We have to accept ourselves with our challenges, with our difficult and profound way, and the opportunity of Shalom Bayes the opportunity of an Isha, that we at any point of our life be mechazek, make efforts, is a profound acceptance of another person. What I think happened at the, at the Yam is Zekeli saw my God. It unleashed the godliness, the, the validation to every yin. 
was so profound, we locked eyes with Hashem. He was looking at me. He was caring about me. He was saying that I'm interested in you. Any type of bothering another person, any type of not accessing the godliness inside of us, that comes from that comes from feeling of rejection, completely melted and unveiled. We all said the rest of our lives, I'm going to be God, I'm going to be kind to other people. That's what I think happened, exactly what happened at the Yam. And I think the opportunity, what we can give anybody we're close to, our children, other people, but the one that we're most responsible in the world, the relationship that more than any other, we have an opportunity, and we're human, we make mistakes in this, but we always have a chance. I, always, I look, what's our, what's our task? Even when we make mistakes, and we, but what, what am I trying to get back to? What am I trying to live by? We can make mistakes, and we're all human, have a bad day, bad minute, bad hour, bad month, bad year, bad 30 years, but what's... But what am I? But I have to know the goal. I have to know what it looks like. What it looks like is a deep, profound acceptance of a person. The acceptance of which unleashes godliness from the person. It brings it out because the person feels so validated. That's what I believe the opportunity of marriage presents to a person: to hold of somebody, to hold of somebody, to accept somebody in a deep way. We're all human, with human flaws and things. Accept yourself. You can't do it to somebody else if you don't accept yourself. So by, by, by force, a deep and profound... I was happy. Yonis and I were listening to a song in the car, and he quoted a passage from Rav Nachman, a prayer, that I should be done myself and my friends, the Kavzchos. I was excited to hear that, because you can't done your friend, the Kavzchos, if you don't done yourself, the Kavzchos. If you don't accept yourself... A father, a son stops his father, said, why do you treat me that way? The answer always is, when he says, my father did that to me, just means in English. I'd like to translate. I've seen that there's different ways of saying things in South Africa, America, a booty, a robot. I'm learning all different words. When a guy says, that's what I went through, what he really means to say is, I don't accept myself, I couldn't accept you. And the avoid we have to, the opportunity of marriage is self-acceptance, by force, to profoundly accept self, with our flaws, with our shenanigans, but we're souls, we're precious, and then to accept another person. But in such a profound way, it unleashes their inner, their, it unleashes tremendous godliness from a person, because they're deeply accepted. They're accepted, I accept you. I mamish accept you. Savar v'kibble, I accept you. In a profound way, what I believe marriage is, is a profound acceptance. I'm always amazed. I'm, I'm, I go to chasnas very, very often. It's, it's part of my life. I'm at chasnas in the chas. In, if it's not three weeks, if it's not spheres, then I'm at chasnas very, very often. And, and I always, the ksubit grabs me that every husband promises, he makes a promise that he's going to respect his wife. That he's going, respect means I accept you, you're precious. You're pre-. He promises. The guy doesn't respect his wife, he's not telling the truth, he's a liar. He promised, amazingly could promise such a thing. 
Somebody asked me, a chasen, I was reading him the ksuk, he says, let's say I miss for a minute. So we're all human. It means that I'm always, we swore to keep the Torah. What do you mean we swore? We didn't know we'd make a mistake. It means Hashem's right to the shuvah. I'm always going back to that. The possibility of marriage is to respect the human being. The word to accept the human being. In a profound way, I accept you. I accept you. The, the, the you with all its parts and things, I accept you. I always like that we have the badekin. We go before the chuppah, the minig Yisrael is the badekin. Some hold it's the ikr chuppah is the badekin. Some like very from people have this minig, they get to aid them. I don't, I'm not mocked like this, but some like it's very in style. I'm not such a chumra type of guy, but some people love that. Get to aid them to see the badekin. The covering of the Isha, according to Rishonim, the Chumrah is not. The Chumrah is you need Eidos B'Shah. She's covered. Others say if you have Eidim at the Chopah, and she's covered, so B'Seder. But some are Makbet to have Eidim see her covered. Now it's weird, because that's Chopah. You haven't done Kedush and Kedushas before Chopah. Very interesting. But the Matzah of being Mekadosh, a covered lady, could be the Ikra of Chopah. Why do we cover her? So to remember Rachel Aleya, that's very weird. It's weird to remember Rachel Aleya. That was a bad story. That was a bad story. That's a guy who was like was tricked by his father-in-law. We have Givaldig of father-in-laws. Who would want a story like that? You know, well, I don't I never like like the father-in-law jokes and stuff. I never was so into that. And maybe all the jokes started because then every chasna we like remember the event. What are we doing to the chasna? Like the first thing of his married life is be careful with your shmer. Like you cover the collar, remembering madna ma'isa. But I'll pe I'll pe machshava. Probably what's happening is I accept Rachel and Leah. Rachel represents the perfection, and Leah is the working to perfection. From Rachel, we were having this conversation, Yenison. From Rachel comes. From Rachel comes Yosef HaTzadik, who never sinned, the Tzadik, perfection. And from Leah comes Yehuda, who's Maida Emes, who comes back. It's Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben Yehuda. Mashiach ben Yosef is perfection. We all have a little Mashiach ben Yosef. In us, Mashiach ben Yosef is perfection. We are G'daylam that a Mashiach ben Yosef. They never sinned. They're like, wow. But we all need Mashiach ben David's the real Mashiach. The real Mashiach is the Nekuda. That's the biggest Kiddush Us frail humans who make many mistakes and mess up. A guy asked me today, he has an admission to make. The kid said, can I admit, I want to talk to you. He was like, he was shaking. He was like embarrassed to tell me that he doesn't like Tachman on Monday and Thursday. Do you mind us? Did I corrupt the whole South Africa to tell him that I struggle to say like... He had like a chiddush. I worry about about schools that you have to present perfection. It's scary what we do to our youth. I always feel the rejection of the struggling kid hurts the good kid. We present, we think that the only thing, we only want Mashiach ben Yosef. We need Mashiach ben David. I think we kill the good kid, not the, the weak kid. Kick him out. He'll find the right things. Send him, send him to me, please. They're the best kids in the world. I worry for the kid that makes it. He thinks he's, or she thinks he's supposed to be perfect, and you like, it's like a kid that's just saying, I don't like Tachlan Monday. We're human. We're human. We're human. We're all human beings. We're allowed to struggle with Tachlan and a lot worse things, I promise. We're human. Hashem wants humans. And humans could have process. And we cover the Kala saying, I accept Rachel and I accept Leah. 
I accept that which is perfect about you. We all have a perfection in us. And I accept that which about you that's very not perfect. And that Bez Hashem, we all have a journey. And I accept every part and the chasm covers the cow. I love it. He wants to marry Rachel. I dare say we want Leah. We cover the cow. Please give me Leah. I want Leah. That a guy has to like say, what should I do? You should I don't like Tachman. <laughs> you hear what we, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. That's, that's a dangerous game. That that's an admission. We have a dangerous problem. We're human. We're human. We're amazing. We're beautifully human. We ask, the chassan says, could you bring Leah here? And he covers his cowlets. So wonderful. The rest of your life, except Leah, my friends. Except a human person. Has flaws? Excellent. We're human. We're human. Serious flaws. I, I promise worse than struggling with Tachman Monday Thursdays. We're human, beautiful humans. We want Rachel and Leah. Mashiach ben Yosef, we have aspects of Mashiach ben Yosef in our soul. In our soul, the Archaim HaKadosh says we all have an aspect, a midah that's cut of l'shleimus. We all have that. But we have other things that need working out every single human. Give me Leah. Isn't that crazy, Yaakov, that at your chastity, can you bring Leah? You're asking Yishver, can you... Till now, you only know Rachel. You know, the guy's a chassan, he's Google. She's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and you're waiting for like, he, 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 he at the chassan, he says to his friend, do you mind getting Leia also? And he finds Leia. <laughs> he finds Leia. She finds Leia in you also. Don't worry. There's <laughs> Leia in us all. And Leia's wonderful. Leia's wonderful. The Mashiach ben David comes from Leia. Yehuda comes from Leia. Everything great comes. It's always fascinating in the Torah, the standoffs between Yehuda and Yosef. It's the most fascinating. Yehuda, Vayigashe love Yehuda. Yehuda approaches Yosef. Yehuda approaches Yosef. Yosef's always hidden. He doesn't know it's Yosef, but Yosef remains hidden. Yosef's a very hidden place that stays so pure. And Yehuda is the one that we see around much more. And when the guy, when he marries the girl, she's covered. She's Leah. He's marrying Leah. He's marrying. So when we notice things, just remember, you asked Yishver. I like that the minig Yisrael is so deep, Yenison. I love that the chasen covers her. I love that. Don't forget, you covered her. You, you begged for Leah. He said, Shver, give me Leah. <laughs> You asked for it. You asked. You covered. I love Minhage Yisrael. Why couldn't somebody else cover her? And Rachel and Leah, Yaakov Avinu didn't cover her. He, if he covered her, the trick's up. We're begging, give me Leah, Shver. I'll cover her. You, now she's covered. Send Leah under there. And Leah emerges, Baruch Hashem. Leah emerges, a wonderful Leah, Tzadikis. One of the greats of our history, Ches Vishalom. To say a bad thing, Leah is the greats. From Leah comes Mashiach. Chas Leah is the most perfectly imperfect. There's things to work. She's working. There's a process. The beauty of tears. The beauty of overcoming. She was destined for Esau and, and, gets, and gets Yaakov Avinu. That's the beautiful person whose struggle and difficulty and worry. There's difficulty. But we say at our chasma, hand me Leah. And then we spend our lives respecting and appreciating Leah, the 
tremendous layer known, we have Rachel also. We have perfection. There's Midas, there's Tchunas that are dazzling. And there are things by every, we're human too. So that's the first, that's the first message of marriage that I want to share. If somebody would say, it's not fair, this was, this was said as a marriage here, it's relevant elsewhere also, it's not fair. Everything, everything ties into every aspect of our life, but certainly in marriage is this, is, exists a tremendous amount, this, this So that's the first thing. I want to share a second thing, but I don't like going, you can't go from that, I don't like press play. And another thing, to me like, whoa, 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 slow down. Yaakov knows that I can't jump into, I, I think that alone, that calls for a couple of songs. And we could like process, and then I want to share something else with the Hever. Let's do a couple of songs with that.
interesting. I had never heard, before I came, I never heard of low and Shear, and somehow in the airport, somebody mentioned my wife, and we heard it like such a term. But I want to say, I'm going to go back, and people ask about South Africa, I don't think it will be the top of thousand things I think of. But I want to we'll mention, do you hear it, see it? I don't, it hasn't, with all that registers, the sincerity, the warmth, the kindness of this girl. <coughs> now the music is, thank you, thank you, the music, we have colleagues and the whole family. Thank you. Funny when 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 we when we live with things. It has to do with that first conversation. It's funny. Sometimes we get used to the mailers and we like we like get stuck on a chesar. And I can tell you, being here a week, I promise my kids have called me. I've spoken straight to my children. I have not said I'm saying that I have not said the word load share to my kid. They haven't heard it once. I've spoken all week. I don't think it, in the first month I'm home that would even come up. I don't see why it would come up. It's interesting when you live with something, the mindless we tend to take for granted. And then like somebody at the airport said, Loach, what? Who? When you see what we see, it's like, what's, oh. I don't know. There are bugs in Connecticut, I hope. Like, I my wife said, there are no bugs. We haven't encountered many bugs. It's interesting. I don't know. These are side distracting points, one way or another. But it's a good, it's a good visual. It's a good nikkuda for marriage, not to take for granted the mindless. What's here, what exists here, is is hard to find in the world. The, the sincerity, the warmth, the honesty. The, there's a there's a tremendous lay buster that exists here that makes a, there's a lot. All I'm going to talk about is the light that's here. There won't be that. Won't be like I'm telling you just a fact. My wife and I, I can't say my wife, I haven't listened to all the conversations. I have not said to one of my kids, it hasn't come up there. It's amazing, just really, really special. I wanted to share another point that will be quicker. I know there's Malava Malka, we all will hear more music and Malava Malka together, but I want to share, the Rav Shlita, I want to share another point about Reish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan says from two words in Shas that are very dazzling to me. Reish Lakish was a bandit. I had a Misa on the plane to South Africa. I'll share with the whole Herod. I wasn't planning on saying this part of it, but I'll share because I owe it to you because it was on the plane that I have something. It always bothered me. One of the Pshatim that Reish Lakish is called Reish Lakish, Lakish, Pashtus means a bandit, and he was the chief bandit, because that's what he was. He was a robber. He was a bandit, and we call him Reshlak. It bothers me. The Gemara Bab Metziah says about Tshuva, you're not let to call him after his original name. It's And yet in Shas, we call Reshlakish, the chief bandit. It seems like an Isidaraisa. I know Astvarim. And it's possible, the pshat is, that we want to say that Rish Lakish, when somebody does tshuva meyava, their averis become mitzvahs. So we want to say that Rish Lakish, the tshuva meyava. Why do we do that in Rish Lakish? We don't call her Bikiva, derogatory name, because Rish Lakish, the Gemara says, first started this process of tshuva because he wanted Rabbi Yochanan's sister. So he started Shaloy Lishma. A matter of fact, Rabbi Gusman, his Talmidim asked him, Rabbi Gusman was physically very strong. 
So the Talmidim asked him by Rishlakish, it says he couldn't swim because he was Makabalal Atayra and Tayra's Matashis Kaikh Shaladam. And Rav Gosman said that's only Shaloy Lishma. If you Lishma, it makes you stronger. Rav Gosman told us Talmidim. I heard from Talmidim that heard it from Pek Adshay. So it's only Shaloy Lishma that makes you weak. Rav Yechanan started becoming, a, his process of becoming about Shuhu was to marry Rav Yechanan's sister. So Bedavka to show he did Shuvah Meyava, that even though it started with ulterior motives, but it became an out and out Shuvah, so we call him Reish Lakish. We call him as Averis. Averis became Metzvah. On the plane of that, I, I've seen, I, I, I thought of that, Gishmak. On the plane of South Africa, it never hit me. I don't know what's wrong with me. Who <coughs> in Shas and Yuma is the one who said that when you do Tshuva Meyava, your Averis become Mitzvahs. It's Reish Lakish's memory, my friends. <laughs> Reish Lakish is the one in Shas who taught, I'm a Reish Lakish. It's a Gemara Yuma, it's a memory from Reish Lakish that when you do Tshuva Meyava, your Averis become Mitzvahs. He's called Reish Lakish. He's named after his memory. He's named after his memory that Shuva Meyava, the Averis become mitzvahs. It's Pashat, that was the whole process, the Averis become mitzvahs. I remember sitting, a girl came, she wanted to meet. There's a Rav I'm close to who's the best I've ever met in my life at understanding people. I've never met somebody, not a therapist, not, not who understands people like this Rav. So she really, he's busy beyond, but I have some access to him. So this girl wanted to speak to him, so she came for me to get access to this room. One day, Yankee, I want to bring him with you to South Africa, right? Sun and shine, incredible year. So I, um, this girl came to meet us and described, she was starting Shadokim, and she wanted to ask us when she should tell a boy about challenges she went through. That was a very odd question, at what point in the dating system... After much conversation, the icker question wasn't what to tell the boy. It was she should be proud for herself. She shouldn't be embarrassed of any part of her own journey. That, that she was Chuvamayava, process all Raveris for mitzvahs. Well before what to tell the others, she had to accept and be proud and positive of her own journey. Reshlak, she's called Reshlak, she's Znach it was all part of the process to give us that way. So Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan and Reish Lakish, now the fire is much better noticed, the Shabbat. So like this. So like this. So comes, comes, so Rabbi Yechanan and Reish Lakish, that relationship's incredible. Rabbi Yechanan saw Reish Lakish, and probably the greatest act of Kirov in history, it's Kirov because there's no tricks don't work. People are too smart for tricks. If people, I'm sure, try to be Makaira of this band with all different techniques, but no te- love, hate, yelling, screaming, nice, kind, and everything in between. And Rabbi Yechel looks at him and said, you're built for Torah. Your strengths are for the Torah. But he saw it that way. He said, I see you. You're built for the base Medrash. And he gave us, gave us Reish Lakish. We got Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish became eventually the brother-in-law of Rabbi Yechanan, and he became what's called the Talmud Chavr. He was a Chavrus of Rabbi Yechanan, a student of Rabbi Yechanan. When Rish Lakish was nifter, Rabbi Yechanan went crazy. He lost his mind. <coughs> Ultimately, we lost Rabbi Yechanan and Rish Lakish, because the Chacham met a Davin. Rabbi Yechanan should be nifter. He went out, he was, he was in anguish and grief. He was went out of his kingdom. What happened? He lost his Chavrus. 
So they try to get him a new chavrusa. But he said the new chavrusa agrees to everything I say. And Rish Lakish would argue on everything I say. Rish Lakish would ask many kashas. The new chavrusa brings proofs to what I say. And because Rish Lakish would argue, Rav Chashmaitza, the sugi got expansive. It's so beautiful to have diverse opinions. It's so beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. I speak in my shul all the time. I'm, gonna, I'm oversimplifying, but the rigid guys in my shul are loosey guys in the shul. And the shul would not survive without either. The rigid guys want a certain decorum by davening and a certain, we should start much earlier and end quicker and everything on time. That's the rigid guy. The Lucy guy wants chiyos. We have to have a better kiddush, more friendliness. Without each guy, you might as well close the shul. Without Mr. Rigid, so we would start 1035-ish. <laughs> Ish is a long leeway. And without Mr. Without Mr. Lucy, the minion would be horrible. The worst minion ever went to in my life was quiet. So terrible. There was no chiyos. They needed some loose chevra to, to make some chiyos. It was like pathetic. Not meant to be alive, right? It's supposed to be fire, warmth, and chaos. So everybody's necessary. Everybody. We each bring different aspects. <coughs> when it comes in any in any meeting in yeshiva, when I call a meeting, if there's not a healthy tension, nothing's accomplished at the meeting. If there's not diverse opinions in halacha, in bezdin, if the whole bezdin says a guy's chayiv misa, we don't kill him. Because there's no way they have clarity if there wasn't an opinion that differed. You can't get clarity. He can murder in front of Sanhedrin. But if there's not one guy who thinks maybe it was self-defense, maybe, I don't know, one guy who sees it differently, I don't think you'll never have clarity. You can't kill the guy, Lalacha. Because you have no clarity if you don't have diverse opinions. <coughs> the beauty of difference of opinions Rabbi Yochanan called it Rav Chashmaitza. He had a chavrusa that differed with the best chavrusa I ever had in my life. I learned for six years. There's nothing on planet Earth that we see the same. Nothing. I remember coming back. I didn't know myself well at the time. I hadn't met the kids of today. So I was very not honest inside of myself. Not on purpose. I didn't know about emotions, and I didn't. I just thought you're supposed to try harder. I didn't know emotions. I didn't know I was a people please. I didn't know about a lot of things. I thought just smile and try harder. Today I've, I'm uncovering slowly. I'm learning deeper parts of me. But so even my debates with my friends were very philosophical in nature. We did not. I did not look inside where things were coming from. But we once went to a Suda Friday night. And on the way back, we argued till Shachris. He was, he was from, today's from the biggest masmidim in the world. I was the only guy who could get him to battle. He's a masmidim. <laughs> He's part of our differences. And this guy, this guy, we come back, I'll give you a light this, we come back from the Kiddush, from the Suda, and I was like, lost my mind. Was, I like Kiddush a lot. I can explain it, Kiddush is like my life. I love Kiddush. So I'm a big Kiddush guy. And this guy, one of the, he cried by Kiddush. We didn't go out much, and he, especially him. He ate in Yeshiva. I must have schlepped him, dragged him out of this. But he always ate in Yeshiva. I went to plenty of Sudas. But I brought him to the Sudas, and the Kiddush was like, so I was like somewhere in the heavens. You heard, I told my friend, you heard that guy's Kiddush? 
And my friend said, the guy's kiddish. I'm going back to make kiddish. He had some avar. I'm not sure it would be yaitza. He said, you worry if you were yaitza? I just, like, changed my life. I push it. We don't have the same religion. <laughs> you know, he's, like, worried. He's worried of yaitza. It was such a turn-off to me. I was ready. I was pushed. I was flying. The guy had such a kiddish. He's worried I'm flying. We fought till Shachas. I remember the light came up near the Mir Yeshiv. We were arguing. We were arguing. And the reason I grew is the best Chavrus I ever had because we don't see anything alike. And we grew from each other. I grew from him. He grew from me because we see things different. And the best growth of our life is, is, is Rav HaShmeitzah. Not the best thing about our spouse. People speak a lot about unified front. I think it would be tragic if you saw things alike. The best thing is healthy discussion. Healthy that the different aspects, different ways of seeing life is so precious. To ever think that the different in Chinuch, how many Shalom Bayesh issues, one says we should be tougher on the kids, one says softer. It's such a good company that there's a softy and a toughy. Why can't we each accept? And at least the husband would accept that there's another, a tougher way, a softer way. Your company is so much better off. Rav Chashmitzah, the expansiveness of a different way. That there's a different view of an Isha supposed to have a different view. They're very different than an Esh. The amount that a person grows from understanding from seeing us men tend to problem solve and the lady wants to teach us not to solve, to feel the amount that our wives cause us men easily learn to escape emotion we're, we're, we're great at it we're kings at it <laughs> we're the best in the world when I was younger the best Gadol story is that Gadol went through tragedy and he powered through to me that's a cotton story now I want to hear that the Gadol had a tragedy and he cried, he's my Gadol, I'm in he cried, he felt, he was broken. The Kivegi, you read the letter when he lost his wife. Somebody tried to read him a shirk. He said, you know what, Saraman? I'm broken. We used to talk after nights, I'm broken. Of course, he was a godlander, he felt. But of course. And this Nikud, that Rezaycha, that a spouse can be different than us, very in a different perspective. We have to, again, like we said, accept ourselves, then we can accept a different opinion we're so afraid of diversity, of a different opinion, a different way of looking at the beauty of life. And Yisrael Salanter describes a base medrash. He describes the Gemara and Kedushin that two people learning, it's, it's a Pasuk in this week's parasha. I think a parasha. He describes <coughs> that it says at first two people are enemies. Even an Avu B'noi Rabbit Talmidai. At the end there's Ava, at first they're enemies. He says the nature of Torah is different perspectives. Different perspectives. Rav HaShmeitzer. If, if everybody's just... Rabbi Yisrael has a strong line. He says if a person doesn't have his own opinion, he just... What my Rebbe says, Zula Torah. He calls it Torah wasn't learned. It's so gishmak at a table. This one holds this one, this one holds that. Expansive. It's such a chaos. Different opinions. Gishmak. I always say in my shuluf, we'll be zaychem, we'll respect each other, we'll be zaychem to fight for years and years longer. It's not the shvayim, we so tragic. Ain't seifrein l'skayim, when there's not a respect and acceptance of another, different opinions, it's 
it's gorgeous that there's so many unique ways of seeing things is, is wonderful. That's Rav Chashmaitza, the expansive subject. Not being afraid, it's, I think it's overly said, united front, expansive front, expansive sugya of different ways of seeing things. Of course, there's united respect. Mom, Dad, this company is a robust company. I don't, again, there's, there's ways, but there's a big company, Geschmacker company with, with all different <coughs> thoughts and, and all different ways of seeing things. What a healthy, what a healthy, that's a healthy, any board, if you know how any board works. I purposely on my board because I have a shtickle say also. So I need some rigid guys to. Hashem Yerachim, how the shul would look if I didn't have some rigid guys. I had chose my board. I put some rigid, beautiful people who tended. I shouldn't call them rigid, disciplined, organized, on time. You know, I, I give away my colors and I call them rigid. Not rigid, organized, put together. Thaw down, disciplined, of course, and then you have a robust company when there's dialogue. <coughs> any healthy institution has such a mix at any board meeting, everybody's yes, yes, so the sugya is finished. The sugya ends in us, there's no sugya, there's no many Rebbe meetings in yeshiva. I say we don't have a good, healthy, robust debate. So then, did we really get anywhere? Each one should say their opinion, say their thoughts. I hope after this, the Chavr won't agree with me. Rav Cheshmeit's on expansive sugya, but I think that's a big sugya of, of, of Shalom Bayis. People translate the word Shalom that nobody disagrees. It's a tremendous mistake. I have seen environments where nobody disagrees and I can't picture less Shalom. Hashem's name's Shalom, the definition of people agreeing, no one person, God can't be called Shalom. Atta Shalom. How can Hashem be called Shalom? Shalom, I've kept many rayas. I want the chevra. It's already, I'm talking way too long. My father would be here. Brevity is the soul of what he said. I never trained on Yelp to speak short. My father, you get five minutes and he's done. I'm working. You read the Sabbaths. But the word Shalom doesn't mean that there's no fighting. It's a big mistake. Tremendous. Nothing to do with Shalom, really. I've seen environments that I can't see a less shalom. Usually when there's no debate, there's no shalom, usually. Shalom doesn't mean there's no debate. Shalom means there's room for everything. The word shalom is shalomus, that there's a lot. Hashem is shalom because Hashem is mekayim is room for the whole world. That's why Hashem is called shalom. Shalom means there's room for my opinion and room for your opinion. Shamayan Hill is a emes shalom They fought like crazy fire. But there was shalom because there was room for both opinions. That shalom, shalom bias means there's room for diversity in this home. There's room for our differences. The words revolve called marriage, legashari fuchim, to bridge opposites. It's, it's, shalom doesn't mean we both see it the same. That would, that would be so boring. That would be, literally be boring. Literally, my son came back from a date. He said, she just agrees with me. I can't continue. She agrees on everything. You know, that's not shalom bias. That's, there's, there's not the Rav Cheshmites. He wants an expansive sugya. Somebody who could say, I see it differently. I see it very different than you. Then you have such an expansiveness, honest conversation, different viewpoints. 
Beautiful. Shalabayas means there's room in the home for both. It doesn't mean that there's no disagreement. Why would we want to not disagree? That's like so strange. We want to see different views with respect. And I, it, I'm not like a fake person. It could come out hard. We're human. It's hard. I, I'm saying it now in this room. It sounds cute. In a shul, when you're the looser guy and a guy sees it rigid, it's murder. When you run a school, I hire somebody to work with me always who counters, who tends to see things more rigid. It's murder. <coughs> it's murder. It causes a lot of... And you want to you wanna push and scream at the guy, what are you thinking? You wanna, and he wants to scream at you the same way, but you respect each other. So I'm not pretending that it's easy, pretending like a fake world, because then I'm not talking to you and I. I'm talking to our frustrations when we're so like we can't. Oh, it's like so obvious to be looser with the kids, like it's ridiculous. It's so obvious to be tougher. It's like maddening that anybody wouldn't see it that way. And then we're married to the one who sees it a different way. It's like the most ridiculous thing that ever happened. And you're a lucky home because you see it different ways. Now figure out what to do. Honest conversation, talk. In very unhealthy debate, I, I, I have no patience for politics, and I'm a curious guy. And I have no patience, because I see in America it's Republican, Democrat. The Republicans call the Democrats socialists, and they make fun a lot. So that's not real debate to me. Democrats call the Republicans Ku Klux Klan, they're extremists, and I don't like debate that's pretend. You ever debate, give the best version of the other side. Give credence to something powerful. That's a real debate. So it's allowed to be, it's allowed to be a healthy and robust other side and then articulate what you're saying. It forces you to get real clarity in what you're supposed to bring out to the world. That's the Rav Cheshmeitz Rabbi Yechanan. Without the counter of Reish Lakish, Rabbi Yechanan, it's not like a cute thing, he's nifter. He died because there's no Reish Lakish. That's the Aymek of the Gemara. When there's no counter to Rabbi Yechina, we don't do we even have Rabbi Yechina. You hear the words? When there's no counter to Rabbi Yechina, you lost Rabbi Yechina. So Reish was Nifter, so was Rabbi Yechina. Because Reish was the perfect counter to Rabbi Yechina. His death meant that Rabbi Yechina was no longer Shaykh. Could you may you think, ah, now the other side is, there's no more this side. There was no more healthy version of the other side, so there was no this side. When the other person is saying, go to Zachin, you know, you might not be Yatsikinj. That was like so frustrating to hear. You're talking, I'm like feeling so close to Hashem, and you're like nailing me with these trivialities if I'm Yats or not. It's like so bad, like what's wrong with you? What, what, what God are you serving? And he was like, you're like excited, you're so happy, what? Like, we weren't Yaitza, like there's a tire, there's a... We each like couldn't handle the other guy, still can't handle him. <laughs> still, I'll argue with anybody here, by the way. It's still like, come on, I'm flying it, he's handling, come on. But the Territ says, the Territ says that they're different vantage points. So I wanted to define, whenever you study a topic of Shalom Bayes, I wanted to define that there's room for different, here, there's room for different viewpoints. A shul with Shalom means not that everybody gets along, it means there's respect and there's healthy debate. That's what Shalom means. Healthy, robust debate. 
Here there's room for different men. Here there's a shlemus. In any environment that doesn't let for different viewpoints, it's such a boring, such a narrow sogi. You never get anywhere. It's just, I don't know how you learn like that. The best chavrus, no, you're innocent. The best chavrus you have, the guy who doesn't see life like you. It's like frustrating, and you, you're always trying to, like, how do I explain it? That's the best thing. And then you're forced to, like, clarify. You only have Rabbi Yechino when you have Rish Lakish. So I say to us all these, these two points to validate, believe, accept the person to the nth, to the biggest degree we can. We need to accept ourselves to be a good husband. Acceptance, that's the covenant we spoke the first point, that it brings out the godliness of a person when they're profoundly accepted, respected, appreciated. That's the task of Shalom Bayis. And Shalom Bayis is a shlemus, that in this house, there's room for a lot of opinions. It's a big home. And then one day, after you accept your wife, accept all your children. Whoa. <laughs> and there'll be a lot of opinions, a lot of types. They're different than you. You'll find in your house so much. That's a wide open house. In this home, there are many opinions accepted. There's not one way. I think that's what means your house is based as well. It doesn't say l'chachem, it says chachamim. Here, many shittas are allowed. Because God knows one kid will be a chazanishnik, another one will be a reb chayim, another one will be a reb shmuel kamenet. They're going to be all different types. It's based based a different mahalchim. Here, all the shvatim are accepted. So all of us should have siyata d'shmai thank Reb Tzvi for opening his precious home. He should be zayicha. This home should be full of shalom b'neim shchina b'neim. Should be a house mamish, a place of ashras shchina. All of us should be zayicha. We're all human beings, and a danger of any avoid is like to give up from mistakes. We all make mistakes. The beauty of life is to make you a human, but we push. And we can, we're gathering together to, to refocus, to re-lechazek, to get to those two things. as deep acceptance in our home of human beings, that nekoda, and there's room in the house for different ways of looking at things. There were many gedayim that had unusual wives, unusual shapes, and many stories. There was shalom bayis, means a big place, Rav Hashweitzer, the expansive home that has room for many viewpoints, all of us should be zeicha. That's hashras hashchina. Each of us have a piece of God. When there's room for all, then there's hashras hashchina. When another viewpoint is pushed out, you're missing. The shchina doesn't shine. There. You're not allowing for the different aspects to come together. We should be zeicha to shalom bayis. All shalom beneim shchina beneim. All of us should be zeicha to shalom bayis. Thank you. Example of Beisilu Beishamai. But in the end of the day, there's a practical way which we have to do it. So when there's a difference of opinion, husband and wife, and they both have valid ways of looking at it. But when it comes down to a Lamaisa, you're talking about this one has good reason to send to this school, the other one has good reason to send to that school. So he has to go to one school. So how we Machriya? Yeah, is that disagreement? They both hold. They both have good reasons. So we have on Meisa. That question. That question. That question is a very, very difficult practical question. Even in halacha, it's so confusing. I think there's gonna be a lot of time for questions and answers to the whole thing. 
I just feel terrible because it's very late, and my wife really catered for 100 people. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Mara McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.